Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is the podcast for the side cash hustler. If you want insights, real life experience from people just like you on how they started creating side income, you are in the right place. Documented experiences of people creating a few hundred dollars to extra tens of thousands of dollars a month. Make sure to subscribe and review. This means more than you know. Also, feel free to check us out at selfreliantwealth.com. Before we jump into the episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Hello and welcome everybody back to the Self-Reliant Wealth Podcast. My name is Dave Deal and I'm your host. Today's speaker is somebody that I really have found some great insight, great wisdom. This woman is one of those just spitfire women that gets out there. She does what she says she's going to do. She makes things happen. She is not only a business coach, but she also focuses on helping people transition from their working careers to a second career. She focuses on helping anyone from business type leaders and CEOs to also church uh, ministers and pastors. And so without further ado, Karen Swinger, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Dave. Welcome. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for spending the time with us. And I look forward to hearing your story. You've got an amazing story. You shared a little bit with me when we were talking earlier, but uh, I'm excited for our listeners to hear what you have to share. So tell us a little bit about you. I sure will. I appreciate that. Well, as you said, I am a uh, uh, business coach, consultant, and entrepreneur working with people who are uh, entering their second act careers and also working with leaders of churches and nonprofits. And the way that I got here, I think is pretty amazing. Um, I started out originally with the American Cancer Society, the national headquarters of the American Cancer Society and spent almost 12 years there. And my career, as I look back, has always had a slant towards helping people. And so I spent uh, almost 12 years at the Cancer Society and did my job so well that I worked my way out of a job. And so the department was streamlined and uh, I was let go after almost 12 years. But what I found is that so much of who I was was wrapped up into what I did that when I didn't do that anymore, I really didn't know who I was. So I didn't have an identity outside of the American Cancer Society. And like most people do, you know, when you're broken, you're beaten and you're downtrodden, you go to church. So I ended up at church and uh, first attending and then volunteering and uh, was volunteering so much that the young lady that I was uh, supporting uh, was going back to school to get her doctorate degree. And she said, Karen, you know the job, you know, have you ever thought about working in the church? And my immediate reaction, of course, was no, you know, I don't want to work in the church. Church is on Sunday. You know, there's nothing really to do the rest of the week. But for whatever reason, that resonated in my spirit. And so um, I had to use the restroom about that time. And so I was walking out of the office. I walked down the hallway and then you had to make a right in order to get to the hallway with the restroom. And so as I came out of the office, I just said to myself, you know, I said, well, if I'm supposed to work at the church, you know, Lord, I need a sign. And right about that time, I made that right to go to the restroom and I ran directly into the business manager of the church. And she said, Karen, you are here so much. I'm going to have to give you a job. 
And that is literally how I ended up working at the church. And from that one encounter that took me halfway around the world, um, I ended up working with a ministry that took me to Donald West Africa five times. And that's also how I got involved in real estate as well. And so um, it's been an amazing journey. And uh, I just encourage anybody, when you have to go, make sure you go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. And I think, you know, again, when, when you and I talked, we, we discussed, you know, things happen the way they're supposed to. And uh -huh. really, our part is just showing up and engaging and, you know, taking those little steps. And as long as we're moving in a forward direction, we don't know what could happen. We don't know who the next person is that we could meet that could change everything. And really that experience changed your entire life and the course and direction of your career forever. It absolutely did. It, um, I think it's being open. Oftentimes we set expectations on how things are to come to us. And so when it doesn't come that way, we've closed off other possibilities. I believe possibilities are all around us. We just have to be open to see them. And we have to be open to receiving them in a way that's different than what we are expecting. And you are absolutely correct. That one encounter um, actually showed me what was important to me because having to go, uh, my first trip to, uh, my second trip actually to Ghana, West Africa, I managed a missions trip, an international missions trip. And so I managed 53 travelers from here in Chicago, taking them all the way over to Ghana, West Africa for a 10 day mission trip. And in that time, um, I learned so much about myself, Dave, because you know, I had to do things such as, uh, we sent over 10,000 pounds of goods and things that we wanted to give out while we were there that was held up in customs. Mm -hmm. And you know, Ghanaian customs is scary, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yep. And so just having to uh, an inner strength you don't know that you have and just an inner compassion. We served 8,000 people literally in a 10 day period in a medical missions trip. And just seeing the impact that, that and I don't wanna say I'm one person but I had a part and everybody has a part. And just seeing the impact that my part played really uh, gave me a different trajectory on how I wanted to handle business later on. Yep. And so now, you know, every decision I make is usually with people in mind. Um, and even in that, it, it, that one encounter also got me into real estate uh, in that the person that I was supporting at the time was looking for a home and just said in jest, you know, Karen, if you had your license, I'd let you sell me a house. <laughs> and so I knew the kind of house they were looking for. So that was motivation for me, you know? Oh, yeah. And so literally I went online, I got my license. Two weeks later, I had my real estate license. And three months after that, I had a check in my hand for $33,000 for a commission on the house that I sold them. And okay. so, um, yeah, so I was hooked on real estate after that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, but it just goes to show, you know, like you said, being open to possibility and being open to trying something that um, 
maybe a little bit foreign to you, but that you've kind of always wanted to do because you never know what other doors that may open up to. Yeah, no, I, I love, you know, that perspective and that lens. And I think just having, you know, that mindset of, look, you don't know what answer or what the answer is going to be. But if you just have that openness and you're just, you're asking, right, you're probing, um, you know, and I think a lot, most of our listeners have some sort of a belief in God, but if you don't put it out there to the universe, whatever it is, right, whatever you believe in, just use the powers that be because there's definitely something out there. And if we ask and we are probing and we're doing the things that we're supposed to, then we're going to receive answers and they may not be the way that we want them to be received, but they're going to help us grow the way that we need to. Absolutely. Absolutely. What an experience too, with uh, that mission trip and having things held up in customs. I mean, that shows a lot about your character to be able to keep uh, your cool in a stressful situation. Is there anything that really led to being able to do that? Or was it just like, oh crap, I, I know what I need to do and I just need to get the process done. I mean, what, what did that experience look like on the, on the back end? Um, on the back end, I fell apart, but going through the process <laughs> because um, that adrenaline rush hits you and you know, one, that I have to get, nobody else was going to do it. You know, it was my responsibility. So I had to take ownership of it and get it done. Two, there were 53 people, well, 52 other people that paid, you know, well over $6,000 of their own money and time to go over to do this good work, only to say, you know, oops, my bad. And so it wasn't an option, you know, it absolutely wasn't an option. Um, and I trusted, and this is what I have a belief in God. And so God placed someone in my midst to go with me, who was a native Ghanaian, a young guy, his name is me. And uh, he was probably 21, 22 at the time, but he was charged for whatever reason to take me down to the customs office and try to get these goods out. And when, I'll never forget it, and I am forever indebted to him because when the customs agents, you know, when they saw I was a female, when they saw I was American, and when they saw what they thought I was alone, um, tried to take me off into a back room, you know, let's talk to you over here. We need to see you over here. He actually intervened on my behalf. And um, I, I truly believe to this day, you know, protected me. And so that adrenaline rush of all of that going on, um, it, it uh, gives you a strength that you didn't know that you had. Now, after we got the goods and everybody was back at the hotel and in their rooms, I was in the bed crying like a baby because I, I realized how, how fragile life is and how quick things can turn, things you're not even expecting. And so that also gave me a different um, perspective to not wait too long to go after the things that I really want because, you know, you can get held up in customs and things can happen, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I think another point that you made that really stuck out to me was just the, the perspective shift of people, right? You mentioned that doing those trips and being a part of that type of uh, work and energy, so to speak, it gave you a different way to look at why you're doing things right and going back to real estate um 
you got your license because you saw a need. You saw somebody that needed help. You saw an opportunity to fill a void that was there, right? And I think when people start businesses, sometimes we think about, oh, well, it's just about the dollar, the bottom line. But the reality is if you cannot serve in a capacity that helps that end person, then you're, you're missing the, you're missing the mark. You're missing the whole reason why to get started in business in the first place. And it's to solve a problem, create a solution. And, you know, it seems like that's really been able to guide your career. Can you share a little bit more about that? Um, absolutely. I think that if you, I think it's a, I think it's selfish almost to, uh, just think entirely of yourself. Um, we are all so connected as a people that, um, there are so many problems and needs to solve that we don't have to uh, be jealous or feel that we are encroaching upon someone else's territory. We just have to understand uh, what our talent is, what our niche is, and, and focus our attention there. And once we do that, we'll find that uh, business is booming. I think a lot of times that our businesses don't do well is because we're going after someone else's market. You know, it's something that's not uh, innate to us. It's something that's not in tune to us. It's something that doesn't answer our why. And it really oftentimes isn't even something that we like. <laughs> you know, right. it's just something that we see is a quick dollar. But, you know, you've said it before, anytime you go after a dollar, you leave people out of the equation, pretty soon that money is, it's fleeting, it's just going to go away. And so people, um, you know, people are at the crux of everything that I do. And as I look back, my career has been about serving people. And, you know, I bet if a lot of people uh, reflected more often, they would probably see their vein and see where they spent a lot of time and what, you know, what made their heart smile, what brought them joy, you know, but that takes reflection, you know, and that takes um, a willingness to uh, want to do things a different way. Yep. No, I, I love that. And you're totally right. Because unless you have the desire or the want, then you're just, there's, there's nothing, right? There's no reason why there's no motivation behind it. You really have to have that desire to change and to seek those types of opportunities and to serve. Otherwise, yeah, you're just going to miss out because you're not even looking for them. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, I think about you, Dave, this is your way of service. You know, you are sharing these stories that people otherwise wouldn't hear that, um, help us to serve one another, help us to understand one another and to have conversation. And I think that is a great service that you're doing. So you're to be applauded, you know, for that as well. Well, thank you very much. It's, it's such an honor to be able to do this. I mean, seriously, I get to talk to some of the most amazing people and hear some of the most incredible stories. And, you know, like you said, you're right. I mean, these stories probably wouldn't be heard any other way. And this is such an amazing medium to, to do that. And, you know, just, just like you, you have an amazing hope, faith-filled story that has been able to impact the lives of what, probably hundreds, if not thousands of people throughout your work in uh, the church and doing these missions and everything else. I mean, that's pretty powerful and that's pretty amazing. I think, especially at a time right now when the world has so much change and 
there's a lot of negative things that occur. I mean, I, I had the news on at my in-laws the other day and I had it on for like 10 or 15 minutes and I don't normally watch the news. And I was like, I don't think there was one positive or uplifting story the entire time that it was playing. And so eventually it got turned off or the channel changed or something. But, you know, I think this is the core of what needs to happen and these stories of hope and faith. And, you know, I mean, I guess for those of our listeners out there, what, what advice would you give to them on, you know, building that hope or building that faith or creating that desire uh, to want more and to serve more? Um, if I could take a step back for just a quick moment, because I don't want to, I think it's one thing to have heart, but um, we also have to put action with that. And so I don't want to overshadow um, one, your exemplary real estate and business career, <laughs> because we do this, um, this is at the core of who we are, but we also exist to make money. I mean, we can't live and enjoy life without that. And mm -hmm. so part of my desire coming full circle is that I wanted to spend my time making money, doing something that made my heart smile. That's my desire. And so my roundabout career, it, I've been able to craft um, a particular career unique to me that makes me happy. And it's not been easy. It's not been a straight line, but it has been one that is so in my vein and in my wheelhouse that I wake up with desire every day. I wake up wanting to create every day. And so I really think it begins with knowing who you are um, and knowing what makes you happy, but being open to shifting your mindset. You know, we're in such a consumer mindset and such a selfish mindset, but just if you're open to different things and different people, you would be surprised how full your life would be. Yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well, this brings us to the last and one of my most favorite questions uh, that I get to ask on this podcast. And it's very simply put, if you were given one day to live, which it sounds like you had an experience that helped you kind of change again, that lens or perspective, but if you were given one day to live, what advice or what, what legacy would you be, leave behind with family, friends, clients? What would be that just wisdom that you'd want to leave behind? Leave people, and I know we've heard it before, but leave people better than when you met them. I want people to say when I'm gone, wow, I'm different and for the better in some type of way. So be mindful and leave people better than when you met them. I love it. Fantastic wisdom. Because if you do that, it kind of goes back to what you mentioned you can generate revenue and you can create a business around something that makes your heart happy. And usually making our heart happy comes from the service of others. And when we serve others and we help them achieve the goals or things that they seek and wish to, to achieve, usually a reward both uh, monetarily and spiritually, we are able to gain. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that. 
Was there any other wisdom or nuggets or business uh, advice that you'd want to leave with our listeners? Um, no, just uh, find your vein. <laughs> I, I can't stress that enough. I think that we spend so much time looking at other people that what is unique to you is unique to you and you're not going to find that anywhere else. And so uh, just pay attention to yourself, push past the fear. And if you shift your perspective, you would definitely shift your life. That is great wisdom. I love that. I think I'm going to title the episode, Find Your Vein. I think that's a good one. <laughs> that's perfect. Well, fantastic. Karen, this has been amazing. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. If anybody wants to connect with you uh, or reach out to you or follow some of the content that you're putting out there, what's the best way to do that? Um, you can just reach me on my website, actually, karenswinger.com. That's the best way to do it. Awesome. Okay. I'll make sure that's in the show notes and uh, everybody out there. Remember to infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action. This has been another amazing episode on the Self-Reliant Wealth Podcast. And again, I appreciate you listening. Uh, as always, make sure to, to do those things to infuse hope to those in need and uh, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It really does help grow the audience and help get this message out to those who are seeking to, to listen. So thanks so much and have an amazing day. Are you tired of using 10 different platforms to manage your CRM, your Google My Business reviews, text campaigns, email campaigns, calendar invites, website builds? I was too. I used ClickFunnels, Kartra, JotForm, Calendly, you name it, I tried it. I came to the conclusion that I needed one software platform that could do all of this in one place. With Sluicebox, I was able to do all of this and more. Go check out sluicebox.io today to change your life and make it that much easier and that much more simple to manage all of your leads, all of your customers, and everybody in one spot. Sluicebox.io. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.